What up my dudes and welcome to the best things about pro wrestling this month The show where I usually talk about some of the best things about pro wrestling that particular month But this is a bonus episode Now two questions that come in your head probably to all my three viewers that are listening to this Number one, where is the one, where is the best, uh, where is the episode that you're basically talking about July? Where is that particular episode? Well, I did record it and unfortunately the audio got corrupted to a point where it sounded really really horrible I only found like maybe three minutes that sounded pretty well and that was me talking about Seth Rollins I think uh, to me talking about Seth Rollins and how that that 2020 storyline had with Rey Mysterio so that was pretty so that was a pain in the ass and it was also t- 20 minutes long I mean fortunately it was 20 minutes long so you know it was like I didn't really talk that much really and number two yes I do have a guest lined up for the month of August so stay tuned for that so no worries so yeah, I am talking about the best things about pro, not pro wrestling. The best things about AEW this week's AEW Dynamite. Since I didn't, I was in the mood to write about the, I was in the mood to write, um, you know, and not in depth like a recap of both Rampage and Dynamite, which you can check out all my reviews at playerwrestlingpodcast.blogspot.com. Now, before, uh, before I wanna, let me just give a little bit of announcement regarding my website now yes i've been very inconsistent with the amount of content that i've been putting out there and that's because for the past few years now not the past few years but the past few years ever since i started my site that site was i mean if you can tell by the subdomain it was supposed to be a podcast directory which i've always wanted to start a podcast so yeah, it wasn't supposed to be a blog or whatever. That's that that came by accident. I'm kind of grateful for that because I've made meaningful connections. I've been featured on wrestling websites. I've interviewed wrestlers. So yeah, I've done very meaningful stuff. But now I'm gonna give a little bit of announcement that the webs. I'm not gonna put way too much focus on the site anymore because I dreamt like like I, I thought about one day. Oh, you know, I might buy a domain name and a hosting site but you know that costs too much you know like but as opposed to a podcast it's just i don't know you can just record it on youtube and upload it to like audio boom or not audio boom but like red circle or anchor like you know these free podcast directory sites where you can just put it on multiple platforms at once those are like free and a lot better than like let's say buying a hosting site a hosting website where you can host like 100 gigabytes worth of you know articles and uh, articles and stuff like that so yeah like that was like so i will still be writing con i'll still be doing the five news week i'll still be writing the the podcast directory not the podcast i'm still gonna do the five news week and the reviews it's just that now i'm not gonna it's not gonna be a huge priority anymore so just don't be surprised if i write like two articles a week sometimes two articles a month so it is what it is now without further ado here's my guest rob wilkins of fightful talking about some of the best things about this week's aw dynamite episode which was pretty pretty decent by the way so here we go i'm joined by my next guest is a fan turned uh, uh, contributor and worker and no Probably thinking, no, I'm not talking about Tori, who's like the opponent for WrestleMania 15, who's Sable's opponent WrestleMania 15. I'm, of course, talking about the co- his, uh, co-existing podcast uh, co-host on top of being a contributor to Fightful itself, to the Fightful.com website. I'm here with Rob Wilkins, who's who's joining me right now. Rob, how's it going? Good, man. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to join you. It's the first time that we've ever been able to talk other than like on Twitter. But, so Yeah, it cool. is. I, you know what's funny? I've always heard of you from like the fight because I've been a fightful fan since like 2017 ish when 
Sean Ross Sapp had like the soccer mom hairstyle. So like I I I did remember I did remember those days and every single time you would like always donate to his super chats and stuff like that. He, your name will always come number one. So I'm, let me ask you this number one like how did you I, I'm curious like the expenses must be really really high. It must be like hundreds of dollars a month just like donating them every every single show. So I'm curious on how did you like discover Fightful? Like quickly just elaborate on how did you discover Fightful and like what made you what made you like put in like I don't know. I'm going to assume a, a billion dollars a month on fight for alone. Actually, it wasn't that much, believe it or not. But oh, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll give you the, the background story on it. Okay. So um, the website that like back in the 97 through 1997 through 2000, I was doing um, some wrestling writing. Like I was okay. doing some of the, I, I did some work for a few websites, um, 411. Uh, I did a little bit. I didn't last long there. And then I got hired by Lords of Pain, which is now Wrestling Headlines. I got hired on a, I would just say Shout it was a Tuesday. Them. And I got, I got let go on a Wednesday. So it was nothing I did. It was just they had too many report or too many people on there. Um, but I would just, I just wrote like all the time. Even if nobody read it, I still enjoyed what I was doing. And um, so I got out of it for a while. I just, I left it and then, but I always followed the wrestling news, the wrestling world. And I was still going to uh, Lords of Pain, uh, .net, uh for my wrestling news because they, like, I didn't have to worry about pop-up ads. It was just straight to the point news, you know, like each ad or each link. So I would go to that. And then what happened was every single report that I would read, it said SRS, SRS. And I had no idea what the hell SRS was. <laughs> I, I remember looking on a website like, or just typing it SRS wrestling, nothing would come up. And then one day I just saw like, when I typed it again, I saw Sean Ross Sapp, Fightful. And then I'm like, that's it. That that's SRS. So, mm. and I found him on Twitter too. And I followed him and I started watching the post shows and I just liked everything that they did. Like I liked everything. I liked their whole, their whole, uh, their whole like program, like everything they yeah. do, I, I enjoyed. And like uh, he would do the the post shows with Alex Pulowski. Um, I remember those days. Those days were fun, especially like him and uh, Jeff Hawkins as well, Anna oh, Bauer yeah. as well. Those were the days, yeah. man. Yeah, and like when Warren Hayes was, or yeah, Warren Hayes. Hayes was there too. I did remember yeah. that. Yeah, it was just I enjoyed the the stuff. And then uh, one time, Sean mentioned on the air that. Um, he just kind of like said something that caught my attention. He says something about social media and I have social media experience. So I said, Hey man, I go, one thing that you've always talked about is that you never ask anybody to do something for free. Well, I'd like to volunteer and help you out with, um, some of this, um, some of your social media work. I can actually yeah, help yeah. you with this. And that's how I got my foot in the door. And that was that was the first step to getting into the door. I knew that I had to do something if I ever wanted to get back into this. So I did that. And then um, I like I did like super chats I would do. I, I really didn't do much. I would do probably I do five dollars, ten dollars here, like a uh, per show. Like not not let me rephrase, not per show, but for the Monday shows and dynamite, probably so. I mean, yeah. I was probably spending 50 to 60 bucks a month. Um, but over time, I've, <laughs> since I worked there, <clears throat> I had obviously stopped. 
because um, I don't I don't really need to. I do like do super chats to promote my show. Um, that's because it it pretty much just goes right back to me the way I look at it. Um, and basically, uh, what got me into like getting paid was Fightful was looking for an AW uh, AW Dark live results writer. And I, well, I said I would do it and Sean took me on and I, I did that. And then after one week of doing that, it turned out that the AW Dynamite and the NXT job opened up and Sean was impressed with my first week. And he just asked, he goes, um, if you wanted it, they're yours. And I said, absolutely. So I took those and um, that got my foot in the door. And then um somebody left the news team and before Sean could hire somebody, he, he, he really only had Robert D. Felice and Jeremy Lambert, of course. Yeah. And I just said, Hey man, you know, I have news experience. I'll just help like in the background, do some stuff. And that got my foot in the door. And now I just help out with that stuff. And, um, they, 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 and then I just got my foot in the door and now I do a couple of things. I was able to get my own show on Fightful Select with uh, my co-host Maggie. And that was something, that was my dream, like my goal. My goal in the long run was to always have my own show on Fightful. Mm. Um, and that's, that was my goal. And I got that on Fightful Select. And then um, they had that extra channel that they decided to rebrand Fightful Overbook. So they put us over there. And for the longest time, we had the best numbers and, uh, day after dynamite which is hosted by will will washington, washington who's been who's just amazing at everything he does um, he is he is he his show just actually moved to the fightful main channel so now maggie and my show coexisting um and it's not like a obviously i'm not trying to make it sound like a competition but um we're, we're like a team thing and i'm excited yeah. because our team on fightful overbook is a it's a good team we have a lot of good people we have jeremy lambert of course we have joel Ho uh, not joel Ho joel pearl my bad yeah joel pearl who um does a lot of stuff not only does the shows like on not only has his own shows but he does a lot of stuff behind the scenes as far as like uh like making sure that we're found like on search algorithms stuff like that he does a, a ton of stuff on seo there. stuff yeah he's pretty good yeah, at that yep, as well he does yeah. that yeah he does that stuff and uh we have we have like uh aw like centric shows we have uh like a joshi uh, joshi show um and it's just it's been building and i like where we're headed and maggie and i just have a blast every friday from 3 to 4 30 eastern we just have we just have fun i mean it's just going back and forth we just have a blast and then at 4 30 we go over to fightful select and we have a post show and our post show is basically it's just kind of like shooting the um it's basically just talking to your friend you know yeah like so i have a we usually take somebody on that has something to do with wrestling media or something like to do with wrestling and they have a pretty good following on social media so we've had like mel coleman who does a lot of artwork like AEW artwork um we've had her on this week we're having cassidy haynes of bodyslam.net he's a good great friend of dude mine. by the way good good yeah. dude by the way i absolutely love that guy i won't say that to him like in person um or if i know he'll hear this i would deny it but um, <laughs> he's he's an absolute he's a great guy so he's going to be coming on but we've had will washington we've had um uh 
just just a great great amount of people and i i love what i do so i'm i'm lucky i'm uh to do what i do and i absolutely love being a part of what i feel is the best wrestling website out there you know that is you know your show with maggie is something i'm trying to capture with my uh, with my show best things about privacy where we not only just talk about the highlights, but also have a conversation, like go within deep into why we appreciate pro wrestling. is isn't just like, oh, I like something and here's and here's why for like a little bit, even though I'm going to do that in a little bit, because, again, Zoom is a bitch and only has a 40 time limit. OK, for the brokey, they hate broke people. That's all I'm going to say. I hate you, Zoom. Anyways, so. So that was something that. I'm trying to capture the best things about pro wrestling this month. This podcast is because I want to kind of go deeper into why we appreciate or even kind of criticize certain things we enjoy. You know, that that is something I've always found with between you and Maggie. So, you know, maybe one day I could be part of uh, I could like lay a hand in one of your shows one day. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Like, I mean, this is that's the thing about the show, like Maggie and I from day one, when I asked Maggie like I, I asked Maggie about almost a year ago now that I wanted to do a show and she was who I wanted to be my co-host. That was my, that was my, my main goal. I wanted Maggie to be my co-host. Um, and she, she was hesitant. She kind of wanted to, but she was hesitant. And I finally got her on board and we started, it took me a few months, but she, she finally got on board and she joined us in, or she joined me and we started the show in December. So it took about four months to get her on board. And yeah, I told her from day one, this is not like I said, this is not my show. This is our show. So it's 50, 50. Um, like, even though I'm the one that like, I go, let's just throw this out the window that I'm the one that like got you like to do it, like throw that out the window. This is our show 50, 50. So that's the thing like there's not yeah we don't have a like if she wants to do something on the show we do it it's all 50 50 so um that's i think what makes it so good uh for like for us is because we work so well together yeah that is that is a point but i know we've went i knew we've we've put uh, we've put uh, we've went to like a little bit of a tangent over here because about like your career and stuff meanwhile i'm just kind of like even though I've been doing this for like, if you count my days in wrestling amino, writing blogs and stuff over there, I've been doing this for like several years now. So it's like, I feel like 2020 till 2022 is like, I would say, quote unquote, where I'm slowly, slowly picking up. So I do think and it's only it's only going to grow from here, you know, so it yeah. is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so. I know the, the look ain't nobody trying to come to hear us for like our quote unquote careers. People hear about dynamite and specifically, uh, by the way, apologies for that, Rob. Uh, so, uh, so the dynamite, so this ain't going to be your typical dynamite review where, you know, you can get your fight fools, your wrestling angst, you know, you can get all your deep coverage over there. Instead, we're just going to talk about the one thing that we appreciate about the last night's episode of dynamite and i'm just gonna get give it to you rob what is like the one thing that you liked about uh, last night's dynamite since again zoom is a bitch and only has a 40 time 40 yeah. minute time limit and we can have like an extended conversation about why like we enjoyed this week's episode of like the, i mean this week's episode of dynamite so what's like that one th- was what was that one thing that you enjoyed that one takeaway um, from this week's show man you made that tough because there were there were three great things that happened last night um if if we have to go with my favorite thing 
um, just because of how much I love them or I love them, it, I think it I absolutely has to be Kenny Omega coming back. That is but, true. Um, just to really quick say it, the two out of three falls match was one of the best matches I've seen on Dynamite. And the CM Punk John Moxley is everything I thought it would be. Yeah. And better. It so it was an outstanding episode. It was, it was, it was. And I'm going to, this is one thing I liked. And no, it is not Brian Danielson versus Dan Garcia, although I did enjoy that. No, it's not Kenny Omega's return, although I did enjoy that. No, it's not the brawl between CM Punk and John Moxley, although I did enjoy that. No, it is Chris Jericho reuniting with Ricky Steamboat in a small backstage segment. Now, here's why. Let me give you, let me give you a little bit of context. Why do you think so? So 13 years ago, at Backlash 2009, they had a match. And that match had no business being this freaking good. I don't know if you remember that match. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, the one thing that stood out to me was, one, it was literally like you had Ric Flair. I, not Ric Flair. I mean, Ricky Steamboat. God damn it. I'm disrespecting that dude. over. I mean, they did have great matches together before. But anyways, Ricky Steamboat had like some of the best, one of the best matches of that I'd say if not the best match of that card, because I feel like that show was like kind of, eh, you know, especially that triple, that six man tag match. It was, eh. So yeah. it was probably one of, if not the best match of the night. And I will say the other thing that stood out to me. So I did keep, I did geek out because that uh, out of that, because that was freaking awesome. Like legit seeing like one of my favorite matches from that year reuniting. So there's that bit of nostalgia just showed up. If you can't tell them, you know, I mean, I'm pretty, pretty young. So that was like, uh, you know, that nostalgia factor did play. But the other thing that stood out to me was Ricky Steamboat's hair. Now, here's the thing. I know it's weird. I was like, why? Because I I remember be- because I feel like since 2009, I feel like this dude's been taking a lot of Propecia and a lot of like hair supplements. I don't know why, because I remember back in 2009, he was balding like like the, the world right now, as if like, you know, the world like with climate change and stuff, the world's on fire right now. So he's like balding as if like the world is on fire back in 09. And I was like, he just came back with like great hair all over again. So from that perspective alone, it's probably a highlight because as a guy with, you know, receding hairline, I do need some tips from him because Lord knows I don't want to be looking like uh, Ricky Steamboy at the age of 35. You, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, so since since I said one thing uh, about the thing that we liked about this week's episode of Dynamite, the other thing I'm going to say is is the return of I mean, I mean, you mentioned earlier the return of Kenny, uh, Kenny Omega, which was great. And one of the things that I enjoyed about the return of Kenny Omega, was that I feel like in my opinion was sorely missed on the AEW program, like he left for like a while and he just came back and he came with massive ovation. He's probably going to be a baby face for the next God knows how long because people missed him a lot. And even when he was a heel, you know, with uh, Don Callis, I feel like he, people still cheered him up because he people liked him, you know, people not liked him. They love him because he's literally one of the best things about, you know, Dynamite for a while. And so it's really awesome to see Kenny Omega showing up like having the big reaction and the fact that he's probably, like I said earlier, he's going to be a big baby face for a while. So that was pretty awesome. Don't you think? Yes. And you know, like you said about Kenny Omega, how people were still cheering for him when he was a heel, what AEW did that was very smart by that 
was having Don Callis with him. Yeah. That way yeah. he would get the booze. Don Callis, I know a lot of people don't like Don, um, Don Callis, but for what he does, he is excellent at his job. He, yeah. you're, you're not supposed to like him. That means he's doing his job. That's, that's, I know this is different, but it's like what I tell people about Baron Corbin, because a lot of people complain about Baron Corbin or Happy Corbin. And I go, what do you not like about him? And then they'll tell me, I'm like, that is exactly what he's supposed to do. To do it. That, yeah. That's, what he, that's why Vince McMahon absolutely loved the guy. I mean, now everything's different there, obviously. But that's the thing. Don Callis does his job very, very well. Um, and that is how they got that heel part for Kenny Omega. People still cheer him. I mean, for the most part, I don't li- I don't listen to AEW commentary that much. Um, for a yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Sorry to interject, but like that is probably one of the weakest about AEW in general. I do like. Um, I, oh my god, I'm forgetting the play. Oh, the I, one, I love Excalibur and Taz. Yeah, Excalibur exactly. He's great, but I'm not a big fan of like. I mean, Taz is pretty cool as well, but like Jim Ross, I feel like he's past his prime, and also like Chris Jericho is a little too loud for me. So it's like uh, they they need. I feel like they need a better third man if they want to have a third man there. But continue. You're saying something. Yeah. yeah no, I I agree with you on that. Jim Ross, um, obviously he's a legend, and he is. That's the thing. He's going to be one of those guys that I think Tony Khan's going to let let him go when he's ready to go, type thing. Um, and he, in my opinion, he deserves that he has that right um i mean i i appreciate everything jim ross has done but that that um he has some negativity sometimes and that does not help the show um i feel that and as far as jericho goes the yelling is not good um that that draws me back i i am not i listen to that show on mute or when he's when he's doing commentary, I don't listen to the commentary at all. Even if I wanted to, I just don't because it's mm. it's nothing against him as a wrestler. It's just as a commentator, that's not for yeah. me. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. So yeah, since we have a little bit of time, I guess I could talk about Brian Danielson and Daniel Garcia, which is gonna be a tongue twister for me, especially somebody whose English is not the native language. Like Danielson, Daniel Garcia, it's gonna be a pain in the ass. So anyways, so anyways, uh, I mean, to describe this match, it's basically technical wrestling shit. You know, when, you know, when Hangman Page says cowboy shit, this is technical wrestling shit that would make Dean Malenko proud or Disco Inferno if you hate yourself by listening to that garbage. Uh, but here's the thing. I also, I think for the past few months, not even a few months, but like, I feel like this match for me solidified the fact that Daniel Garcia is like the legit future of AEW. And honestly, I would not hate him being either the All-Atlantic Championship, uh, All-Atlantic Champion or going, I mean, challenging for that title or TNT uh, for the TNT title, like within like the next few months or so. I do think he has a future over there. And I do think since like Brian uh, Brian Daniels has been in the in the company for like a year now, how do you feel about his run? Like briefly talk about his run so far, and do you think that people? Do you think what do you think about wrestle, uh, technical wrestling as well? Do you think it's slowly coming a having a comeback as a result of Brian Daniels, or do you think like, or do you think that uh, or do you think that the 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 flippy stuff? Do you think like the flippy stuff will like ever go away, or do you think that it's 
a case of like AEW providing a variety of styles rather than focusing on one singular style that oh, you know they want to be known for exactly. Yeah, it's, it's definitely the variety. Um, okay. The style, because um, that's one thing that Tony Khan has uh, mentioned before. He wants uh, he wants there to be a variety for different people. He wants he likes having the technical uh, aspect. He likes having the the big power guys like your powerhouse Hobbs and your Wardlow. He likes having that for the people that like watching the big like the big guys like the muscle throwing people around, and he likes the high flyers. So. You get a little bit of everything. Plus, I mean, the one thing that AEW needs to, um, in my opinion, they need to work on is um, they need to focus on their female talent a little bit more. Um, true, true, true. And that's and that's in the and it's not just because they get the one match. I mean, you're trying to get viewers too, and there's people. There are people that a lot, and I think a lot of people do not know this. There are a lot of people that only like to watch women's wrestling. I know, like, true. That, Total Divas is a great example. I mean, it's not really tech. It's not wrestling, but like wrestling adjacent because yeah. it stars uh, female wrestlers. But uh, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, there. I mean, there's there's guys out there that prefer women's wrestling. Um, there's and then there's some women that just prefer women's wrestling, and that's that's absolutely fine. That's as as long as people watch wrestling, I love it, and when you're not helping a fan base at all or trying to like get a fan base, I'm not saying they have to have two matches every show, but I think, I think it'd be good for them to maybe do it on an average or maybe they just got to do more, you know, yeah. they're, they, they have a lot they need to do um, there, but I, I absolutely love what AEW is doing and that Danielson Garcia fight. Like I said, our match, the two out of three falls, it was one of the best matches I've seen on Dynamite. I absolutely loved it. I loved what happened after. It was it was good, like a dramatic um, setting. And I think they're building for Danielson versus Jericho at All Out. I believe that's what I think we're going to see. So, yeah. I mean, that's all we have for, like, the our thoughts on, like, the things that we liked about Dynamite. I mean, if it was Rampage, I would probably be, it'd probably be even shorter because, again, it's a one-hour show. But yeah, I do think I think what makes this review kind of I mean, quote unquote review kind of different is that we're just talking about the things that we like about AEW and not in the wrestle joy kind of way, but like in in the in the way that we kind of that we enjoyed, but also, you know, feel that we have some criticisms because nothing is perfect. You know what I mean? But. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, uh, this is, was I mean, thanks, Rob, for being on the show. I mean, that was awesome. Just not only just literally just answering my dms like that so that was that was very nice of you say hey you know we can just hop in if you want to especially as both quote-unquote you know small content creators that we're trying to get out putting our word out there the fact that we can kind of collaborate goes to show that we're building a healthy you know wrestling community that we just appreciate you know the the medium that is professional wrestling and i think both coexisting and our and my uh, best things about pro wrestling this month is where we celebrate the things that we enjoyed and because of it, we can also we can also have a broader audience because it's like wow like i'm just gonna go check him out because he talks about the things that he enjoyed about progressing that month so that means i'm gonna check out this thing which, which possibly leads to me being a fan you know what i mean so i do yeah. think the broader that the broader reach is there you know what i mean so yeah absolutely and what i like what you just said is 
Um, our shows are very similar because you you uh, you focus on the positive. Um, you you talk about what you liked. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's that's a good thing. And that's what like my show is primarily about. I mean, we do talk about some of the things that we don't like, but our shows like ninety percent of our show is is positive. Um, I can say tomorrow, depending on when this airs, I know um, on my next show on Friday, I know Maggie um, is going to have some opinions on what's going on in uh, NXT UK. Um, that I mean, she absolutely loves NXT UK. And I, I did too. see that tweet, by the way. I did see the tweet of her. She was really mad that, you know, oh, I'm, they, spoiled, I'm, they spoiled the ending. Yeah, I'm, I'm irritated too. I the way, I always make the joke. I'm one of the four people that watch NXT UK in the States. Um, <laughs> so it, it irritated me. I, and the reason I say that is why I liked NXT UK. It was the only thing that felt like Triple H's NXT. Mm. You know, that, that felt like it. It never, that never changed to me. Um, when I wasn't, I mean, I always watch WWE product because it's part of my job, but I didn't really always enjoy it. NXT UK, I always enjoy it. I always enjoy it. So um, I'm very happy to see that they're going to do something like NXT Europe. I'm not happy about some of the re- releases that we've seen today, but um, but you know, it's it's one of those things. And uh, I, I like where you're headed, and I like where wrestling podcasts. And anytime you need me, um, feel free to pl- ask me. And if I am absolutely free, I will do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it because you know I've, I, like I've no, I've actually known of your name for like years now because you would always like donate to Sean Ross up on his shows all the time. So like the fact that you kind of know who I was even before I kind of followed you that was pretty awesome because, you know, I feel like one of the things I've learned from doing content creation is that whenever I meet people like on Twitter or whatever, right? People would always like come to they would always like tweet and say, "Yo, man, I've I've been reading your stuff for a while, man. You know, keep doing what you're doing." I'd also get messages from people like saying I would get a message from like one this one person who messaged me um, once he told me that you like I used to I used to like be consistent on my blog. I mean, I still am called Play Out Wrestling Pod, a Play Out Wrestling Post, which you can find at Play Out Wrestling Podcast I remember like one of the things he told me was that because of your site, like I actually wanted to be, I want to be more consistent with my own blog. I want to get more consistent with my writing. So like stuff like that keeps me moving as well, considering that I'm, I've always, I've always called, I've always said that I've always made fun of the fact that only one person watches me and that is like my old account. So the fact that I get somebody that says the nice things about me that keeps me motivated and keeps me moving, you know? Yeah. Oh, no problem, man. And, and the one thing I will say is, um, and I tell this to anybody that that is thinking about doing this or that does it. Um, it is it is something you have to just realize that it, it can start really slow and it can let you down um, because but if you just keep doing it, you will find your audience. And once you find your audience, you're you're fine. Like right now, um, Maggie and I, we we want more viewers, but we have our audience like we know. We know our crowd, our our our, um, our audience, and we just go out there and we have fun. Like you know, we, we do. We just have a blast. And what I love about that is we're not planning on changing that at all. And um, that's the thing. If you just have fun, it makes it so much better. Yeah. 
So, yeah, uh, I mean, you've already plugged in your stuff. Like, um, for like for, for the people who've been like skimming through the podcast a little bit, I see you. I see you. I've been reading the analytics. I, be, I see you like skimming through the podcast like the last five minutes. So, like, for, the, for those who haven't like heard about your work, where can, where can people find you and especially work? Yeah. Uh, well, sorry, you got my audio cut out. What was that again? Uh, I'm asking where people can find you, basically. Oh, where people yeah. Can find you. Absolutely. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Rob Wilkins. Otherwise, I do have an Instagram uh, account that only has five pictures or so on it, and that's at Fightful Rob. Otherwise, every Wednesday, or excuse me, every Friday on Fightful Overbooked, I have a show called Coexisting with Rob and Maggie. It goes from 3 o'clock Eastern to 4.30. And then we go over to Fightful Select from about 4.30 to about 5.15. And it's just a post-show where I interview different people, or Maggie and I interview different people. It's a blast. Um, and it's not all wrestling talk on my show. We, do, we have a joke segment that I do. Uh, we have like a positive story uh, that we do. It's called the Cooper Effect. Um, so we just have a blast and we just have fun. It's Friday's my favorite day of the week because I get to do a fun show with a great person. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm just lucky that I get to do this. Speaking of which, I have a, I'm going to make an announcement for my podcast because and this is something I've wanted to do for many, many years. I've launched my own TikTok and my own YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, so. I'm going to upload some shorts on both YouTube and TikTok to put my name out there. So if you want to check it out, I'll put all the links in the description because grow, putting your name out there is extremely important. And also like, you know, YouTube shorts and TikTok is pretty, pretty new. I mean, especially YouTube short is pretty new. So like, I'm just going to put my name out there. So yeah, I finally have a YouTube channel, which is something I've looked uh, on doing it for many, many, many years. So especially with a yeah. podcast, you need to, you know, promote yourself out there so yeah it is what it is i don't know you, you were saying something no i was just i was agreeing with you yep so it's yeah. it's important to get your name out there and um, it can take time but once you do it you'll be good to go yeah exactly uh follow me on twitter at armor the play guy and follow the site at playoutwrestlingpodcast.blogspot.com like i like i said in the intro a little bit earlier don't expect me to write a lot of stuff that like i used to like compared to like two three years ago is is absolutely going to put some content it's just not going to be as well it's not going to be my main priority anymore so yeah that is all just hit that five stars on spotify and apple or whatever whatever podcast directory that you go to just hit that five stars or hit that like whatever sub all that bullshit and yeah and all i can i'm i suck at intros but all i'm gonna say is we out <laughs>